0: U.S. jobs data again surprised to the upside on Friday, pouring fresh water on dovish Fed expectations. The Fed is still expected to cut the interest rates this year, but less aggressively. Now, inflation data due Wednesday will give more clarity on the situation as investors will also continue watching the well, US regional bank crisis and the US debt ceiling debate and also the Bank of England rate decision this week. So welcome to the new trading week with Swissco's daily market talk. Friday's jobs data in the US was nowhere sad really. The US economy added 253,000 new non-farm jobs in April. That was more than expected for the 13th straight month. The unemployment rate in the US unexpectedly fell to 3.4% so that's again a multi-decade low level and wages grew 0.5% on a monthly basis and 4.4% on a yearly basis. Both higher than expected by analysts. So the strong jobs data from the U.S. reversed the expectation of an interest rate cut from the Fed in July. The expectation that the Fed would cut the interest rates fell from 85 basis points to near 79 basis points after the data. And we even saw a slim, slim expectation that the Federal Reserve could even hike the interest rates again in June, a probability of 10% not a lot but still so the s2 year yield rebounded from last week's lows but stayed below the four percent psychological mark and the u.s dollar index remained actually offered at the session high levels on the unresolved debt ceiling and despite some relief that we saw on the u.s regional banks front on friday now the u.s president joe biden will meet some congressional leaders this week but will unlikely compromise on spending cuts while the U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen now urges everyone and the Congress to lift that debt ceiling as, well, the U.S. government could actually run out of money by June 1st. So that's a couple of weeks from now, and that Joe Biden taking unilateral action would provoke a constitutional crisis. Now we have two more CPI reports and one more jobs data to go before the Federal Reserve's next decision, because the last one was last week, and one of the CPI reports is due this Wednesday. The expectation is that core inflation in the US may have eased from 5.6 to 5.5 percent in the month of April. Headline figure may have stayed around 5%, but the monthly headline figure may have actually ticked higher from 0.1% to 0.4% and that's due to the jump that we saw in energy prices after OPEC cut production last month. Now, Any upside surprise in inflation figures in the US would bring the Federal Reserve hawks back to the market and help somehow scale back the Federal Reserve interest rate cut expectations for the coming months so as i was saying for now the u.s yields are actually all over the place due to this debt ceiling impasse and debt ceiling talks that are not going anywhere and the u.s dollar index remains under a decent decent selling pressure these days again the debt ceiling impasse and ongoing stress in the u.s regional banks front actually help keep the federal reserve those in charge of the market still and that's despite an economy data requiring or calling for a tight hand from the federal reserve to fight inflation so as a result the euro dollar which actually dropped below the 110 psychological mark on friday after the strong u.s jobs data was released well quickly rebounded and remains bid above that 110 mark in asia this morning sentiment in the euro dollar remains upbeat for the euro bulls obviously although there is a solid solid resistance into the 111 11 mark as waiting for the euro bulls on the top side cable on the other hand is testing the ceiling of a long-term downtrending channel as economists and well marcus can't really agree on what the Bank of England should do or what the Bank of England will do next, economists bet for one more rate hike from the Bank of England and oppose, whereas the interest rate market is priced in a 25 basis point hike this thursday when the bank of england meets followed by one or possibly two more interest rate hikes until this september which would then push the british policy rate to the five percent psychological mark into this fall and given how inflation looks scary in the united kingdom well the bank of england should actually continue hiking the interest rates because even though mr bailey keeps saying that the prices the price pressures in the UK will drastically cool down sometime later this year he should also consider the risk that they might not and well there are some other graphs circulating on Bloomberg these days showing bets of further interest rate hikes from the Bank of England this year and potential cuts from the Federal Reserve which would lead to a Bank of England rate higher than the Federal Reserve rate by November this year. We shall see that i still think that if the bank stress in the us is well contained and the impact on the us economy is not dramatic well the federal reserve will actually keep the interest rates steady at least to the end of this year and there wouldn't be any rate cut but in all cases the expectation between the bank of england and the federal reserve are diverging and they're diverging in favor of the first and that should keep cable on path toward further gains. In equities, well, the s 500 closed with a 1.85% gain on Friday as US regional banks actually closed a turbulent week with a bang really because PacWest shares rallied more than 80% on Friday, Western Alliance shares jumped nearly 50% and SPDR's regional bank index was up by more than 6% on Friday. Trading session. A last pack was 80% jump on Friday, still kept the share price at levels before last Monday's open, when First Republic Bank was eaten by J.P. Morgan, and you know there was no life-changing news on the wire that hinted at the end of this U.S. regional bank crisis. Anyway, all that euphoria around the U.S. regional banks, unfortunately, was not enough for the S&P 500 to eke out a weekly gain last week. As such, the S&P 500 fell point. 80 percent during the course of last week but Nasdaq 100 closed at a year to date high last week as the negative pressure on the us yields as a result of bank crisis and the 4.7 percent rally in apple shares kept the index rallying to fresh highs last week now looking at apple apple is now trading above the downtrending channel that actually started in january last year And well, we have to recognize it, nothing gets on the way of the company, on the contrary because Apple is now among those companies that investors see as safe haven big technology companies and Apple actually rubs his hands on the recent bank stress. leads to falling yields and also to the deposit outflows from the regional banks in the us which partly flow into apple's new brand new high yielding savings account that it actually offers to its apple card holders so what can you ask more right now zooming out from apple overall 85 percent of the companies that are in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the first quarter so far and according to Factset, 79 percent of them revealed earnings above estimates which also helps keeping the S&P 500 afloat despite the fuming regional bank stocks in my opinion now the earnings in the S&P 500 500 will continue flowing in this week. Airbnb, Paypal, Disney and JD.com are among big, big names that will go to the earnings confessional throughout this week and release their latest quarterly results. And last but not least, in energy markets, U.S. crude jumped nearly 4% on Friday's trading session along with the U.S. equities and is bid above the $70 per barrel level this morning in Asia. Now, we are now far, far below the price levels that we saw when opec announced cutting the production to boost prices last month so the opec boost to oil prices remain fairly fairly short-lived so the latter means that one market is strongly concerned about the deteriorating growth outlook that actually do weigh on the oil demand outlook and on oil prices and two Well, OPEC could actually surprise with another production cut announcement to keep these oil prices under a positive pressure to just earn more money. But in the absence of such a surprise from OPEC, well, upside potential in US crude will likely remain capped near the $75-$76 region, a region that shelters the 50 and 100 day moving average levels. So this is all for today, I'm Ipek Özgárdeşke and thank you for joining me this Monday. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading